So in the last couple of years, we've seen some expansions of those AI techniques, those AI ops techniques inside of these hybrid environments, and they're starting to get complex again. We're starting to see more silos become um, developed because of this now explosion of functionality out where things happen, like a self-driving car or like a, a smart thermostat or things like that. We call those things that happen really far away or close to where I am, but not a data center, things that happen on the edge. But we have to start to think about how to pull those things that are at the logical edges of networks into this overall framework. And that's kind of where we are today, Mark. But I bet you that people are starting to think a lot about what that looks like next. And I would like to ask you to share with me what's coming, what's next. This is one of these ones that when you kind of lay it out and explain it, it all seems obvious, but until you do, it's a bit murky. But we're gonna see the continuation of the trends that we've seen through the four different waves that you described, from the data center, to the introduction of cloud, to the introduction of hybrid between data centers and cloud, and then with the addition of edge. One of the things that that all of those transitions have had is the unification of operations across all of those to break down the silos and operate things uh, the same regardless of whether they're in a data center, in the cloud, or now even in the edge. So if we take a look at that, we can start dividing these up into kind of two kingdoms. That that is the core, which is data centers and uh, cloud, and then the edge, things like uh, endpoints, smart devices, IoT devices that you mentioned. But the operational frameworks, automations, and the smarts, the AI ops you're talking about, being striped across core and edge. And that's the world of tomorrow. Now, by the way, when you do that, let's say that we were able to accomplish that. Operators, instead of being the human in the loop, they're going to be the human above the loop. So more in kind of a a monitoring and tweaking type of a role versus the operators of your where they were in, you know, manually manipulating backup tapes or uh, running uh, running scripts. One area that we've uh, been talking to a couple of investors and startups in is this idea about uh, automated capacity. The idea that if we had analytics out there that could take a look at workload uh, workload patterns across data center cloud and edge, and we can make predictions on what capacity we're going to need at a given point in the future, then we could predict uh, preemptively Uh, expand our compute storage and network capacity to meet that before we ever get to it. Now, there's even companies talking about automating the procurement process. So check it out, right? You're chugging along, you're getting ready to head into Black Friday, and one of your operation framework modules uh, kicks off a a purchase order to bring in uh, 10 terabytes of storage in anticipation of the traffic that's coming in uh, to where that all just happens. Uh, There will be, of course, racking and cabling when all of this uh, storage shows up at your data center, for instance. But with the exception of that, the goal here is to make make, uh, infrastructure, regardless of where it's located, to have the same availability that we have electricity available right now. Mm -hmm. We're not really sure where it comes from, uh, what substation we're drawing from. All we know is that when we plug something into the wall, it just works. That's exactly what we're looking for. 